Wellspring on the Air is a production of Wellspring Counseling, a nonprofit professional counseling center with multiple locations in Miami-Dade County. Wellspring therapists are licensed by the state of Florida and Christian in their worldviews. They have wide ranges of clinical expertise, including marriage, family, anxiety, depression, and trauma. Their diverse group of therapists includes several who speak Spanish or Portuguese. If you would like to know more about Wellspring services of counseling and education, go to their website at wellspringmiami.org or give them a call at 786-573-7010 or email them at ontheair at wellspringmiami.org. Again, you can find a way to contact them at wellspringmiami.org. Hi there, I'm Lindsay Steffen, a licensed mental health counselor at Wellspring and co-host for Wellspring on the Air. Tova is out today, but I'm excited to talk with Nicole Velez, one of our therapists at Wellspring. How are you, Nicole? I'm doing well. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. good. So good to have you here today. Thank you. So today we're going to be talking about boundaries, and this topic applies to everyone. So no matter if you're younger, older, male, female, in school, working, have a family, whatever the case, boundaries is something that we can all be implementing daily if we want to stay focused on our goals, our responsibilities, and our passion. So just to start off, what's the definition of boundaries? What, how would you define that, Nicole? So simply put, I would say boundaries. This is my word that I use for boundaries, but I like to call them safeguards. And so we are pl- putting safeguards around our priorities our goals, the things that our needs, our roles, right? And so like an example is a fence around your home. That's a boundary. Nobody should cross it, that no invaders should come into your property, right? And so same thing with bumpers in the bowling alley. When we're in the, you know, our kids put the bumpers up because they want the ball to go straight. And so Mm. we got to keep boundaries so that we stay focused, so that we don't allow others to invade, And we don't give control to other people in our lives. Yeah. And maybe boundaries, as you're talking, I'm thinking boundaries are different for everyone because I'm an adult and I still use the bumpers. So (laughs) So maybe you have to hold on to some of those old ones. They're very individual and personal. Absolutely. You're right. Yes. And the truth is we're given stewardship by God to make decisions and what to do with our time, our relationships, Mm -hmm. our responsibilities and roles. So it's essential that we are able to guard those things through boundaries. God is a God of boundaries. And so it's essential that we have boundaries in our lives. Yeah. So I like what you said. God is a God of boundaries. So tell us a little bit, how are boundaries biblical? Maybe some of our listeners would be curious about that. So loving others does require boundaries. We cannot honestly say yes to someone and be loving with someone if we can't comfortably say no also so if we are internally saying no and externally saying yes we're actually being pretty dishonest with ourselves Mm. and with other people so we're not truly loving if we are somewhat hypocritical right in in what we're giving if we're not giving fully, we got to remember God looks at our heart. What's going on inside of us? You know, we can say yes to a lot of things outwardly, but inside, are we bitter about it? Right? Right. Are we resenting that we said yes? Then there's an incongruency there that's not loving. Yeah. I so, think too, as you're talking, it makes me think that 
having boundaries it takes bravery because yeah inside you're wanting to say no Mm -hmm. but we say yes out of whatever i'm sure you'll get to people pleasing or whatever the the reason is we don't set boundaries but sometimes when i counsel kids and i talk with the parents you know i tell them hey it is to say no to your kids is actually the more loving thing absolutely right because it's It's easier to say it's called tough love right yeah it no is a way of loving and i think that's really important for all of us to consider like when we say no we're actually when we say no to our kids for so many things um i know Lindsay, you don't have kids but even with friends when we say no to a friend because we are guarding our time we we have priorities and we're saying to them i love you but i can't do this you know because i also need to consider what i love for me yeah right and for our kids too like you know no you can't be on social media till 10 you know nine o'clock i don't know i have a 10 year old so you can't be doing certain things you can't you know you have a curfew no you can't come home after you know 11 o'clock at night whatever it is those right. are safeguards those are guarding uh, mm-hmm. the safety of our kids so yeah yeah Another way is about, you know, boundaries and are they biblical and what does that mean is obeying God demands boundaries. And this is this is so key. I mean, we know that Jesus approves of some things and doesn't approve of other things. Right. And so Jesus did not do what everyone asked him to do, nor was he always available for everyone. And so he definitely said no to all that his father said no to. Right. So God says no to certain things. He said no to those things, too. And when we think about how many times he had to set boundaries with Satan. Remember those four times in the garden and he had to know Satan, you know, no, no, no. And as hard as it was for him, he had to be consistent and he had to Mm. set those boundaries. And so he was obedient to God by saying no to Satan. And so it's essential that we remember that obeying God requires boundaries, right? We shouldn't, you know, do many things that are dishonoring to God. And that's a, that's a part of being, obedient and having boundaries yeah so i feel like you just debunked a big myth that christians have to say yes to everything or be willing and available at all times to kind of serve until you're completely spent yeah and and i think that's really important and it goes into you know loving others well requires that we also say no to things you know we can't love everything and everybody all at the same time there's no we don't have the capacity as human beings to do that so we have to choose. Um, Even Jesus, as you know, God and human, he had his boundaries yep. to guard that and human side that needed to rest or be refueled. That's right. That's yeah. right. There was some limits he had to put on himself. So he had the energy, yeah. the the strength to do the things that God wanted him to do. So yeah. we are to do the same. Yeah. Yes. I tell some of my clients, I say, I actually want you to be a little selfish this week. Like just (laughs) tend to yourself, love yourself, care for yourself as well as you do for everyone else. You know, people who are very much serving and helpful, maybe on the Enneagram, if they're a two, just like pouring out all the time. But it's, I tell them your love tank is empty. You're Mm -hmm. trying to serve out of a place where you have no energy, no capacity. So you have to kind of refuel your own juice, whatever that means for you, going for a walk, you know, going going to a worship service mm-hmm. or exercising, whatever you do to kind of fill back up, be with friends, family. I like to say, you know, it's time to do some extra self-care. Oh, it's yeah. time to it, maybe sometimes the, the word selfish can be somewhat, you know, some for, for some people like, well, you're not supposed to be selfish if you're a Christian. No, no, no. We're not talking about that. We're talking about taking care of yourself, because if you do not take care of yourself, you've got nothing to give to other people. Yeah, you just said exactly and so you're just giving out of like you got nothing and so how are you really encouraging or feeding or other people if you have nothing 
for yourself. So that's really important for us to to remember. Self-care is not selfish. Mm-mm. You know, self-care is essential. It's Jesus did that. He took care of himself. He went away. He rested. He re- he prayed. These are things that we are required to do if we're to be the best that we can be yeah. and the best that Jesus wants us to be. Yeah. I hear you just talking about balance, like taking care of others and also taking care of yourself. And that's how you continue to be able to keep your system going, basically. Right. You can't serve or like you said earlier, you'll be bitter serving out of a place of empty. And really, if God's looking at our hearts and we're just worn out and tired and don't have that love and joy, then maybe we need to step back and maybe not serve that week, you know, maybe Mm -hmm. just refuel and then we can go back and be our best self in that situation. That's right. And give ourselves that permission. Yeah. And so in that, now that you're talking about serving, it's perfect. Serving others requires boundaries. We cannot serve or please everyone who asks us to. We must set the limits on our use of time, energy, looking to God to guide those and we must identify the true need of others, whether we should fulfill that need or mm. they can fulfill it for themselves or somebody else can fulfill it. We oh. are not meant to fulfill the need of everyone. Every in our need lives, of right? everyone. That's so good. That goes into codependence. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> or maybe are we getting our worth from serving or that's always, true. you know, fulfilling every need like you're saying? And maybe it's not that's not what God's calling us to do. Maybe we're supposed to be serving here, but not over here with this person. And so, yeah. That's and, okay. and another piece of that is we tend to handicap people if mm. we give too much or try to fulfill for them what they can for themselves. So we do have to be cautious of that. Can this person do that on their own? Or do I really need to do that for them? And so that for me, as with my kids, I ask myself that. Can you go get that at the in the fridge, or or do I really need to do that for yes. you? Can you get your cup of water, right? And so I say, Papa, you can do that. And then mm. I'm just allowing them to be more independent, allowing them to take care of themselves better, rather yeah. than me doing it all, because we tend to do that. Moms. Yeah. So I was just thinking, we did a radio show, Tova and I, some weeks ago, and it was on helicopter moms mm. and snowplow yes. moms, but Ooh. really how what you're saying, it handicaps kids because they don't feel a sense of empowerment and independence, autonomy, that I can actually do things Confidence, myself. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So then they're a 16-year-old boy, and they're like, hey, mom, can you give me a cup of water? <laughs> Uh, not no. good. <laughs> You're going to college in a couple of years. You yes. need to be able to do these simple life things. So That's right. That's right. Another way that boundaries are biblical is selfishness could not survive boundaries. And this goes back to what we were talking about. But godly boundaries are based on love and not self-seeking. So boundaries are intended to protect God's children and ensure his purposes are accomplished. They're an expression of our sacrifice and our efforts. And so... Are they risky? Yes. Boundaries are risky because they will evoke negative reactions from other people. Yeah. Um, some people do not understand and and have a hard time respecting boundaries. Yeah, that's so true. Not everyone is going to be okay or love the boundaries you set. I actually, I plan for people to respond negatively. And so you set of, yourself up to know yeah. that you're going to have to counteract with something else because yeah. I yeah. tell my clients that too. I say, okay, you're setting your boundary with your mom, your boyfriend, whoever. Mm-hmm. Okay, just plan on them not liking uh-huh. it and anything <laughs> else, just icing on the cake. That's great if it goes well. But yeah, people don't like when we tell them no. Yeah. Especially so if they're not used to it. That requires that that person take responsibility for their inappropriate behavior or have mm. to take care of whatever they need to take care of without that other person. And so 
that puts them in a place where I don't know what to do with that other person. But that is not our responsibility when setting boundaries because boundaries are for us. They're not for the other people. And oftentimes that's actually a misconception. Mm. We think we're setting boundaries so for the other people. But the truth right. is we're setting boundaries for ourselves. That's a good what point. happens with the other people is not our responsibility. You're not fixing them. Yes. You're just protecting, safeguarding yourself. yourself. That's right. Yeah. Exactly. So yes, not everybody will be okay with boundaries. And you need to be, like Lindsay, you said, prepared for that. Really prepared yeah. for them to keep pushing. And you need to continue to be very stern with what you think is the right boundary. Yeah. It's like for- consistency, especially we talk about parenting, oh, you yes, know? Yes. It's like if they know they get away with it one time, then we'll push it yes. again. And it's the same with the adults in your life, though. If you're setting boundaries, you're not consistent, kind of staying firm, like you said, then people say, oh, okay, she's kind of wishy-washy yes. on this, you know? And so I would like, Lindsay, to give you an example mm-hmm. of a boundary. I had to set with my mom. Um, I love my mom dearly. She's awesome. When she comes to visit a couple of times a year in the summer, she usually calls me and says, hey, I want to come. Can I come? And then she tells me like some dates. A couple years back, my mom came for two weeks. Okay. And my husband and I sat after that and said, you know what? That's too much. Okay. It's just too much. She, you know, she stays in my house. But for us, it starts getting kind of chaotic. You know, the kids are out of routine. And it, so we're like, you know what? We need to cut it from seven to 10 days. And, mm-hmm. and so I tell my, my mom the next, you know, the next time I said, mom, we need to cut down the time you come for seven to 10 days. Um, that's just what we feel comfortable with. And she's like, okay. But the next time she decides to come, she'll tell, send me dates for longer than 10 days. And I said, mama, <laughs> we gotta get stay with the seven to ten days you know and she's like okay you know but i have yeah. to consistently remind her and and it's not a bad thing i mean she just wants to get away you know my mom takes care of her mom who has alzheimer's she wants time away she wants time with my kids yeah. so i totally get all that but we have a limit yeah and i love you mom and she comes she cooks for us she hangs out with my kids takes my kids places and love having her but there's a limit yeah, I you love know? that because you're right. Even what you said, like with your mom, there's not evil or bad intent or motive, no. but it's just the healthier balance for everyone. And for our, our relationship, because once the, those 10 go, days go by, we could start getting a little feisty <laughs> yeah. with each other. It's, you know, invading space. Now, you know, we you kind of it can get a little tense. So yeah. to avoid all that and keep a relationship healthy, we yeah. we set this great limit. And she's, you know, I've I've had to continue to set it and she wants to push it a little bit sometimes, but it's okay, you That's know. That's great. That's but great. I continue to set it and I love I love you, mom. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I'm just thinking I was like, should I reference with my mom that <laughs> we recently had this talk cuz she'll come and I love it. She came recently, but then she's like, "Okay, maybe a couple more days." And we just joke about it now. I'm like, "This is probably it. Like I need to get back to my routine." Yes. You know, cuz you're yes. here and I I love being with you so I'm not maybe going to the gym or having mm-hmm. quiet time as much. you know I'm kind of I'm losing my own root sense of routine yes. and all so with that point said we also should feel okay and setting boundaries with our families our closest people yeah. in our lives which can be the hardest people to set boundaries with. oh the hardest for sure so <laughs> but it's important to maintain healthy relationships with with the people we love yeah. you know and i think to some family you will it's going to be harder at first with family but if they are reasonably healthy then you can get to that place yes. if you're consistent yes you know so i do encourage you at the beginning it, it could be even a little ugly it might you're like wow this is not going how i wanted yes. but it's a good payoff if you stick with it so Okay, and I just want to say one last thing about this, and and I'll reference Dr. Henry Cloud, which is a like expert expert on boundaries. 
phrase. But he said this, a good test of a relationship is how a person responds to the word no. Love respects no, control does not. Ooh, I love so that. So you can sit with that for a little bit and yeah. figure, figure who's loving you and respecting you and who is really wow. wanting to control you. So It makes yes. me think of 1 Corinthians 13. Like love is patient mm. and kind, doesn't demand its own way. Yep. All right, that's good. <laughs> well, with that, we'll take a break. I'm Lindsay with Wellspring on the Air, and we'll be right back. Wellspring now offers professional Christian counseling at six locations in Dade County. Therapists are now taking clients at two new locations, one at Crossbridge, Miami Springs, and Key Biscayne. For more information, 786-573-7010 or wellspringmiami.org for more information. Welcome back. I'm Lindsay Steffen with Wellspring on the Air, and I'm here with Nicole Velez. And if you missed the first part of our show, we've been talking about boundaries, why setting boundaries is necessary, why saying no is actually a good thing often, and our God is a God of boundaries, and it's biblical to set boundaries. So we're going to continue the second part of our show talking about why is it difficult to set boundaries sometimes, and then we'll go into consequences if we don't become firm in setting our boundaries. So Nicole, why don't you tell us why is it hard to set boundaries for us sometimes? One of the main reasons why it's difficult for us to set boundaries is because we do not know or check in with ourselves about the truth of the situation at hand. So what is my truth in this matter? What is the truth about this situation? So we would ask ourselves, do I have another commitment? Do I want to do this? Do I want to do this? That's like That's one such of the a simple main good questions. Question. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Am good. I interested? Is this good for me? Is this consistent with my values? Does this feel invasive? Will this take time away from other important things in my life? Is this a priority for me? So these are questions we should be asking ourselves. We don't just, oh, yeah, I can do that. Like, because, you know, that uh, that person that's asking us is like someone in authority or, mm. you know, someone very important that we shouldn't put let down. No, no, no. What is the truth about this situation for me? Can I do it? Do I have the time? Do I have to consult? my family to do this right that's my priority that's my my main people right yeah, so yeah. do i have to consult people so we do have to do a check-in and the check-in can take time it doesn't mean that we have to respond to the person right away right we can say you know what i'm gonna have to think about that i'm so glad that you asked me but let me think about it because i do need to consult with my family with my work whatever it is and take your time you know, in making this decision, sometimes yeah. we feel like we have to respond right away and yeah. give an answer. And we really don't. We have to give ourselves permission to check in with ourselves, check in with our families, check in with work, whatever commitments we have to decipher. Is this something I can do and I'm willing and I'm going to enjoy and I'm just going to be all in. Right. I love that. Yeah, because I think a lot of people say, oh, I make my best decisions under pressure. But when I look back on my life, that's never <laughs> been the case. So I'm like, I just need to stop. Be mindful. Yes. Use our therapy therapeutic yes. mindfulness take a moment and think exactly what you said I love do I want to do this because yes. I think life is full of enough things that you don't want to do but you have to do mm -hmm. so why would I add 10 more of those things into my week unnecessarily that are going to make me bitter resentful or tired whatever you know yes the negative absolutely. consequence so just simply check it Nicole I'd say okay do I do I have the time can I do this yeah. is this something I want to do and, and take some time. Just step back. Be mindful with yourself. Yeah. How do you think people could respond in that moment, though? Because I think probably people are thinking, yeah, that's great. But how? what do I say? So 
this is the second reason why it's difficult to set boundaries, which I love because how do I do it? You know, what What do I say that that is kind, right? And it doesn't seem so rash and so, you know, blunt and too harsh. Right. So the reason we, we, we really do not know how to communicate it. And so okay. compassionately and gracefully is mm. what, how we should, right? And that. so Dr. Lisa Day, this is a um, psychologist and someone I follow, and she says that flood it with grace, <laughs> right? And so thank you so much for thinking of me, but... I have another commitment or I'm just unable to do that. I'm so flattered that you thought uh, that I would be good for this, but that is such a nice thing for you to do. Or I'm so thankful that you included me in this. I appreciate your need to, but I understand your desire, but I'm unable to be there for you at this time, or I'm unable to be available, um, can I get back to you in a couple of days? I need time to think. That's my favorite. I need that one. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I realize I'm always um, like, oh, I really do. It's okay to say, hey, I don't know the answer right now yes. in this moment, but let me get back to you later. And I'm so sorry you're feeling this way. What do you think may help you um, right now? Because you're not responsible, right, for the way they feel, but you can empower them to think about ways that they yeah. can um, find ways to feel better. That makes so, me think of someone who maybe they're saying I'm so burnt out like I really need help can you help me mm. and I love that last one because you know it's it's not actually my job to make you not burn out but what can I do to help you realize hey you are burnt out and maybe you need to start setting some boundaries That's but right. I'm not going to come in and burn myself out to fix what's really not my problem it is your problem yes. and you need to be empowered to know how to fix it and so on this note on communicating it compassionately and and gracefully I also want to say you do not have to give reasons mm. when you set boundaries. You can just say, I'm just not available. You don't have to say, oh, because I have this commitment and this is going on and my husband's doing this and I have to be there for my kids. <laughs> you don't have to get into all those details. Right. Boundaries are a statement. They're not a question. They're not like there doesn't need anything else. So you just mm. set your boundary and that's it. You're not on trial. We're not determining right. whether or not you deserve your boundary. And then if somebody might say to you, well, why? Why can't you do, you know, and you might say, well, it's just that I'm, it's just not possible for me right now. There's things going on in my life and I can't. Yeah. You don't have to give details. You don't. And that's another, again, this requires consistency because yeah. somebody might push and might push. And you say, well, maybe I can consider another time. Right. If you're willing to do that, you can consider, well, let me think about it being another day or another time. Yeah. But uh, I'm not right now. I can't give you an answer. Yeah. And, you know, again, boundaries are meant to be practiced. The more you practice them, the better you get. So at the beginning, it might be a little difficult. It might be a little uncomfortable. Right. But the more you do it, the more you recognize and the more peace you feel. Yeah. And the less emotional you get, the less bitter and resentful and. Yeah. Um, there's just a lot of positive things that come out of being able to set your boundaries and not allow people invading. Yeah. Um, and you're right. The more you time. practice it, the more you're getting that positive payoff. And then you start to actually believe 
100% in the boundaries you're setting. Yes. So at the beginning, you might not even be that comfortable. I'll talk with clients and say, yeah, you're not going to like it this week. When you <laughs> yeah. set a boundary, they're not going to like it. You're not going to like it. But let's, I challenge you, keep doing it. Let's do an experiment. Let's see how after a month, how do you feel? And I've never had someone come back and say, oh, I regret that we started this process. Yes. So I think that speaks for itself that it starts to feel really good actually after a little bit to have boundaries and to realize, wow, I am, I'm feeling energized. I'm not completely burnt out all the time. I have energy for this now and this thing that I enjoy. So you got to yeah, stick they, with it. They are a, a means to freedom. They really are. Boundaries are a I means to, to freedom because Christ says, it is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm then and do not let yourself be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. We mm -hmm. talk about, when we talk about slavery, there can be so many things we can be enslaved to like what people think, like our reputation. And if we say no to things, what will they think of us? That would be being enslaved to what others think, but not considering freedom in Christ that you can make those decisions that are not based on what other people think, but on what Christ mm -hmm. thinks and what you think in your life. Yeah. So, and that comes from good spiritual and emotional health. That's right. So, of course, as counselors, we advocate for, you know, going to counseling and working out what are those deeper emotional, maybe wounds or traumas that cause you to have to live your life in a way where you must have validation from people and you can't say no. I've done that work myself in counseling. And mm -hmm. yeah, definitely that's what you're saying is it stemmed from I needed people to like me. That's I needed right. most of the time that stems from our childhood. Mm -hmm. uh, so we definitely do have to dive into some of those wounds in our mm -hmm. childhood in order to recognize and re and start saying, you know what, I'm not a child anymore. I'm an adult. I can make decisions now. Yeah, differently. Yes. You know, awesome. So, of course, we always have to say if you want counseling and you feel like you need to address this boundary thing in a deeper level, please come see us. Yeah. <laughs> WellspringMiami.org. <laughs> so, well, let's before we wrap up today, let's talk about um, what would happen if we choose not to set boundaries. So maybe some people are listening. They're not quite convinced yet. So let's talk about what could be consequences in our life if we decide not to set good boundaries. Yes. Thank you, Lindsay. So I do want to remind all of our audience that boundaries are set for us and not for others. So so some of the consequences you will experience are in yourself, right? So yes, you'll get people that don't like your boundaries and they'll, you know, kind of press on them and maybe even get upset at you. But I want you to look at the consequences that happen within yourselves when you're not setting good boundaries. And some of those are feeling guilty and obligated to do things. Okay. Nobody should make you feel guilty. Uh, that is something that comes from you. And so you do need to check on that and say, why do I feel like I have to do this? Like I need to do this, right? Yeah. Resentful and bitter. When we say yes to a lot of things, we are cutting ourselves thin. And so now we're like really upset, right? Because, oh, I, I don't have time. I, 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 you know, you start kind of getting bitter about the fact that you have too much on your plate. Whose responsibility is that? Yeah. I'm irritable at all of you because but I'm I did, setting. Because I said yes to all of you, right? Yeah. So yes, that requires that you look back and say, why am I so bitter at all this stuff? Maybe I shouldn't have said yes to this or maybe I, you know, I needed to do something differently mm -hmm. and set certain boundaries. So being resentful and bitter is you got to keep an eye on that. Complaining a lot. Mm. If you're complaining... There's something in your life that is causing you to not feel good. What yeah. is it? And get some space from it. 
set some limits from it, right? Yeah, we say at Wellspring, fix what you can. That's so. right, because we have certain controls of certain things. Right. What are those things? And let us implement certain uh, controls over them. Yeah. What we can't control is not on us, but what we can, we need to look at. Blame shifting. So um, blaming other people, mm -hmm. right? When it's really our responsibility or feeling yeah. responsible for someone else mm. when we're really not. And so that might require boundaries in our thoughts and our actions and behaviors. And so we also, I mean, this may be for another show, but mm. our thoughts, you know, God says, take every thought captive to Christ because we also need to be putting boundaries on our thoughts. Yeah. And that's, that's a whole other thing starts. Yes. <laughs> starts with a thought um, and then it trickles down. It's a feeling and then mm -hmm. it's an action. That's right. So yeah, all good points. We could talk forever about I this. I, I think I, there's so much good content. Topic. Yes. So, all right. Well, any last thoughts before we wrap? So really quickly, if you want to know more about boundaries, uh, we do recommend Henry Cloud's book. He's like an expert. He There's boundaries with marriage, boundaries with kids, boundaries with adult kids, boundaries in general. So um, he's just amazing. And as a reminder, boundaries are set for ourselves, not for other people. And they're meant to protect our most valuable treasures. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. And teaching us so much. So hopefully that was helpful to all of our listeners out there. I'm sure it was. And hopefully we'll have Nicole back soon. So for today, I'm Lindsay Steffen with Wellspring on the Air because hearts and minds matter. Wellspring on the Air is a production of Wellspring Counseling, a nonprofit professional counseling center with multiple locations in Miami-Dade County. Wellspring therapists are licensed by the state of Florida and Christian in their worldviews. They have wide ranges of clinical expertise, including marriage, family, anxiety, depression, and trauma. Their diverse group of therapists includes several who speak Spanish or Portuguese. If you would like to know more about Wellspring's services of counseling and education, go to their website at wellspringmiami.org or give them a call at 786-573-7010 or email them at ontheair at wellspringmiami.org. Again, you can find a way to contact them at wellspringmiami.org.